the mile rate. Thanks to Australasia's best harness action at thetrots.com.au, where you can watch every race live and free on Trots Vision. Hello everyone, good morning, welcome to the Mile Rate. You can watch every race on, on Trots Vision and there was plenty of entertaining races to watch on Trots Vision last night at uh, Bendigo. It was a metropolitan meeting, um, probably a hard night to find uh, a couple of winners. Um, there was uh, plenty of uh, upsets, there was plenty of uh, of good racing and I, and I think that the size classic in particular, the three-year-old race, was uh, was the highlight of the night. Rob Alba joins me as he does every Sunday morning uh, to review the program and we've got a good program to review this morning how are you rob oh, very well danny good morning to you uh, good morning to uh, our uh, mile rate listeners and great to have you on board what what a fantastic night's racing and while well, two amazing races last night the uh, tab something about mary trotters free for all that was uh, on from the word go and the vhrc caduceus victoria size classic what a terrific bunch of three-year-olds that went around in that race last night yeah, it certainly was. The highlights uh, for the or the honours for the night, Emma Stewart trained a three winner, so just bridges the gap a little bit on leading trainer Julie Douglas, who's got a pretty good lead. Um, driving honours to David Moran with three, and also Chris Elford with uh, three winners spread right out across the night. The first race we're going to have a look at is the uh, tab something about Mary Trotter's free-for-all. This was for the Trotting Mares. Um, it was listed as a Group 3 race, could have been listed as a, as a higher quality race. There's a terrific bunch of horses here. Uh, there was plenty of action, and it was Sleepy who was the giant killer again been a solidly run something about Maori Trotters free for all for the mares Red Hot Tooth has asked for a little more on the outside I'm ready Jet moves up to join her three deep the stablemate I'm set to go Sleepy's four wide Aldebaran Crescent is climbing over their backs waiting on the Harad de Trotto sprint lane into the lane 29-1 down the back and taking the lead out wide was I'm set to go Sleepy right down the outside with fresh legs has boomed up taken the lead I'm set to go is trying to rally back but it's sleepy for the something about Maori Trotters free-for-all. Second, I'm set to go. Third, Aldebaran Crescent. Uh, yeah, well, I, I think so. But um, in saying that, she does race really well fresh. And uh, as um, Alison found out tonight, when she's fresh, she couldn't catch her in the paddock before the races and then bit her. So uh, she probably needed to win tonight to make up for that. <laughs> She's a cheeky horse, Sleepy. She was also the one responsible for Chris Alford ending up in a hospital a little while back as well, uh, Rob. But obviously when they're good enough, you put up with their quirks. Yeah, it was a fantastic race. Uh, the tempo from the word go was red hot tooth in, in, in real terms. Uh, from the second row when Keang Lavana all had the same idea of trying to get up uh, towards the lead as quick as they could to try and get some advantage off their second row rivals. Elder Baron Tess galloped out, out uh, after trying to uh, run the gate. And uh, the tempo was very hot in this race, 37-3 lead time. And uh, Red Hot 2 set up a, a really solid tempo, 30.7-29-6. And it was really a case of uh, who was going to survive the finish. And Sleepy, who did no work back in the field, let down with a huge run. It was a terrific uh, first-up performance and a fresh performance by Alison Alford. They do a terrific job uh, with this mare. And as you mentioned, she's got a few quirks, but certainly when she's on top of her game, she's fantastic. I'm set to go was uh, terrific. Elderbaran Crescent ran the gate, uh, got behind the leader and still battled on really strongly. 
Love the run of Queen of Crime, who finished fourth in the race. Really good performance. I think she continues to make uh, good progress in her career. I'm ready, Jet. Might have run a little bit flat last night. Was able to get to the breeze, but just couldn't finish it off. Uh, Emerald Stride hit the line nicely. So there was a couple of really good performances in the race. But uh, probably the one that caught my eye last night was Queen of Crime. I think she's sort of making good progress throughout her career. Uh, wonderful Mayor Sleepy building up a tremendous record. The uh, other feature as far as the group status of the night, Rob, was the Victoria Harness Racing Club Caduceus Victoria Size Classic Group 3 level, and it was on from the start. It was a matter almost like a, a demolition derby in some way, and it was um, a war of attrition. In the middle, better eclipse, Tuppence, and Swayze to the outside lane. Past the 400. The quarter down the back was 29.8, a controlled tempo. One too many got to Jillaby Fernando, becoming at the pair. Pat's Beachstorm out wide. Desi G at a big prices joining in quickly. Bondi Lockdown's getting into the clear. Top of the lane, sweeping to the front. Pat's Beachstorm, but Desi G swept up. Better Eclipse trying to get through onto Bondi Lockdown and Tuppence right down the outside. Where to look in the Caduceus Size Classic. Out wide, Bondi Lockdown with Better Eclipse. Bondi Lockdown. I reckon might have wanted a nose to better eclipse who's run a huge race and maybe Tuppence third. Close. Well, that's the trouble. I just can't seem to get the front on him. And, you know, he, he he's shown he's tough and, you know, he, he probably demoralise you if you do sit there. And, you know, especially if we run a bit of speed. But like I said, his track work um, since his last win at Ballarat was uh, really freaky, so that sort of gave me the confidence to have a crack for the front, and you know I was probably lucky I did get out when I did and and um, get home. That was uh, trainer driver Aaron Dunn. Very quickly, time Rob to set up the race. There were plenty of moves, plenty of action, uh, and Bondi lockdown had to do it at both ends. Oh, he was outstanding. Uh, 36-1 lead time. He was involved in that uh, very solid lead time, uh, trying to contest the front. Wasn't able to find the top. There was a bit of a chain reaction in the race when they tried to back off the tempo, which caused uh, a bit of a chain reaction through the field, which pretty much forced one too many out three wide. I don't think Chris Elford really wanted to go uh, when he did, but he, he was pretty much planted out three wide with the, uh, with the chain reaction of interference up front. And uh, then the the race was just on from the word go, 29-7, 30.5, 29-9 and 28-9. And I think the first eight horses across the line, there was 10 metres between them, a couple of lengths. So it was a fantastic finish to the race. Bondi lockdown, outstanding. Better Eclipse hit the line very strongly. Tuppence was terrific. Pat's Beach Storm. Look, there wasn't a horse in that race that didn't perform well. Those first eight horses across the line from Bondi lockdown to one too many, I thought all ran really well. Swayze, probably a little bit flat last night. Aussie Playboy got uh, got poleaxed with that uh, chain uh, event of uh, interference, which you can just put a line through his performance. But, look, just love the run of Bondi lockdown. He was just absolutely outstanding. His future, uh, the sky's the limit. The Alabama Vic Bread Championship was a Group 3 race, race 8. Yanni went back-to-back. Belladonna girls about to get out. Uh, wider out, Sand Age just driven up. No run the last chance or Night Spirit on the inside. Yanni Moran opened him up on the Great Ocean Road real estate home turn and he got away. Shady Az is under pressure. Safala running on deep from way back. Night Spirit back to the inside of Carlo. Sand Day battling on. Yanni's got a big lead though. Ripped them apart with a 27-7 back straight quarter and Yanni takes out the Alabar Vic Bread Championship final beat. Shady Az who was brave and Safala from the clouds has run third. Fourth home went to Cool Rocking Daddy and...
That's right, Jase. Yeah, no, he has. He, um, you know, last week was a was a very suitable race for him, and, and then again tonight. So he, he's got that speed where he can, you know, he can use it early and sustain it, you know, for that finishing burst. Um, like you said, he, he's probably not a top liner, but he's um, just going to be another nice metropolitan horse that's going to go through his grades. Driver David Moran completing a driving treble. Emma Stewart completing a training treble. Horses got the gate speed, had the right draw, led and dominated. Rob. Yeah, look, he's a really good front runner. I mean, that's one thing we've have found with Yarni. Most of his wins have been when he's been able to lead and just uh, dictate and run along. He can run some pretty good times in front. One fifty-six five mile rate, thirty-seven two lead time, thirty-one four, thirty-one one. He controlled those first two quarters and sizzled home in twenty-seven seven and twenty-eight two. Love the run of Shady as his last two starts have been outstanding for Aaron Dunn. His team's just absolutely flying, and Shady as is ready to win. Safala hit the line nice as did Cool Rocking Daddy Sand Day. A uh, couple of unlucky runners, I thought. Uh, the last chance was good. Foolish Pleasure didn't have a lot of luck. Concealment went over the line under double wraps. He, he's ready to win Concealment. He's just got to get the right race. And Hugo Rocks, even though he finished last, didn't uh, really get a crack at him. So, uh, look, I, I think probably the horse to follow out of that race is uh, the two of them, I think, Shady As and Concealment. I'd have them in your black books because they're going to be winning very soon. Race nine was the uh, free-for-all, and uh, I, I have to say it again, I think Torrid Saints the most improved pacer in the state of Victoria from where he's come from over the last six months. He had the right gait, though. Julie Douglas, leading trainer in Victoria. Her husband, Glenn, was in the sulky. Got use of the sprint lane to tip out the fave. They start to get a little more serious. Just inside the 400, 27-9 down the back. And it's out to play. Kate Gath has a good hold on the leader. About to slip him a bit more leather now. Shaken up from into the clear. Torrid Saint working around the outside. Or oh, Galloping Boots Electric. Perfect stride got into trouble there. Getting into the clear was Triple Eight. It's out to play. Torrid Saint's coming through fast. Out to play. Torrid Saint, a speed duel in the lane. Out to play. Torrid Saint. Torrid Saint has beaten the big guns. Torrid Saint wins the Felvo Fruits free-for-all. Beats out to play just out sprinted. Triple H run third and fourth was a major role. The mile rate. Thanks to Australasia's best harness action at the trots.com.au where you can watch every race live and free on Trots Vision. And racked up another win. That's his fifth for the year, Torrid Saint. But uh, at the level that he's at, Rob, uh, well, he's in the top grade now and he's been beating some big guns all the way through. Rapid improvement he's made and he took some big scalps again last night. Yeah, look, he was in the right spot. Uh, lead time was really slow, 40.6. So Kate Gath controlled the tempo without to play, having a really soft uh, early part of the race, 40.6. 30.6 and 30.1. You thought after those times it would be almost impossible to run him down, but Torrid Saint, who sat on his back, was a little bit fitter and a little bit more hard and sharper last night, was able to out-sprint, out-to-play, and it takes a good horse to out-sprint, out-to-play. 28 and 27 final two quarters, but Torrid Saint who sat behind the leader, just savaged the line. He was terrific. Out to play, he'll only get fitter from that run. Triple Eight hit the line nicely. Major roll, battled on well. He carried a flat tyre as well. Boots Electric really liked his run. He was warming up into the race on the home turn and the stable mate, perfect stride. I'm not sure he just broke stride and wanted to hang out and Polax Boots Electric. But his last 50 metres or so of that race was really impressive. I think he's uh, obviously going really well and I think he'll be winning very soon. So it's a good race, a couple of really good horses there. 
Back to the uh, start of the night. This was for the Trotters. It was a competitive race, and uh, Chris Alford got the drive on Imperial Wears, and he was able to use his gate speed lead, and uh, he, he just clung on, but he showed good courage in the straight to fend off both Zaram and, and a jewel in the crown late. Yeah, there was sort of no real moves at the start of the race. Everyone just uh, went into Indian file. I was sort of surprised with some of those efforts last night. Imperial Wiz just strolled to the lead, 41-2 lead time, controlled the race, 32-2 first quarter and 31. The really... Most of these horses gave themselves no chance with that, those times, and well done to Chris Alford. He was able to dictate, and he was able to last for Danny Mullen. Great result. A jewel in the crown sat behind the leader, got really close at the finish, just wasn't able to run down Imperial Wizard, and uh, made a move to sit outside the leader and battled on. Night Whisperer hit the line okay. Kai Valley Finn and Powder Keg, both horses are going well, but neither of them got put in the race. And uh, look, uh, I'm sure they can improve from that effort last night. And always a dreamer will be uh, improved by that performance. Probably, look, the horses, look, the two horses I'd still be following out of it, Kai Valley Finn and Powder Keg, I think they're going well, but just at the moment, things haven't worked out for them in the races. Race number two, all set. This was a good win, Rob. There was a terrific late support. He actually ended up starting favourite, trained and driven by David Moran. Yeah, it was a very good win. They always win the week after I'm on them at $21. But anyway, uh, $3.20 favourite last night. He went really well the week before, and uh, last night he was able to find the lead. Uh, he's a nice horse, uh, a 155.9 mile rate, 37 lead time, 30.5, 30.1. They came home in 29.2 and 28. So he just continued to just, uh, I suppose, to get a little bit quicker as the race unfolded. Uh, Kaki knew he sat behind the leader after burning out of the gate, uh, ran on well. Jill be a doors flying, ready to win. There's a black booker for you. Uh, Dot the eye was solid. As a Hurricane Hall, both nice runs. They're going well, and uh, they're probably uh, some some ones to follow. But look, Jillaby Adore, certainly the one I'd be black booking. Uh, really good performance, uh, finishing third, but all set. Nice horse, David Moran doing a terrific job. Mile rate of 155.9. Speaking of 20 to 1 winners, you did have one that you owned that won at Menangle last night, so I wouldn't be complaining too much. You've had a terrific month or so. How many winners have you had as an owner this month? Oh, we've had a few. Uh, no, it's good. We, we, we're happy. We put a lot in, and it's nice to get something back. It was my first Menangle winner, so I was very excited about that last night, Dan. It's always, yeah. always nice to get a winner somewhere else. Yeah, absolutely. Well done to you, mate. Yeah, you do put plenty in. There's no doubt about that. You need to get a little bit back. Um, race three, cover of darkness. Terrific drive from David Moran. Uh, extricate this horse away from the pegs early. Uh, he, he's pretty smart. There was a bit of depth to this race, but uh, the winner's... Uh, he's got scope to go even to a high level. Yeah, very good win. He's a, a really nice horse. We already know that. Uh, he, he's, he was just, sorry, too good uh, last night. He uh, quickly made a move uh, mid-race, was able to find the top and just controlled it and ran away from him just like a good horse that he is. A 158.2 mile rate. 30.5, 30, 30.2, 30, and 28.7 home. Uh, he's got a huge future ahead of him. Love the run of Have Horse Will Travel. I think he's ready to win. I think he's certainly won to Black Book uh, in the right race and right conditions. Robbie Royale finishing third. Kai Valley Chief fourth. Both really nice, solid performances. Uh, travel Bug. Did a bit of work early, couldn't finish it off. Stress Fact and Jackson Square. There's a couple that uh, you should be also black booking. I think we might have highlighted Jackson Square last start, but I, I did like his run again last night. So probably the two horses I'd be following out of that race, Have Horse Will Travel and Jackson Square. I think there's a win for it very soon.
Cover of Darkness has now won 10 of his 13 starts. Race number four, and it was Diamonds and Cash. Jordan Leadham uh, showed his hand early wanting to lead, and it was, it was a gutsy drive and a gutsy win. Yeah, no surprise. I mean, he's been going really well, and it was good to see him uh, make the most of Barrier 1 last night. A win a mile rate of 152.3, lead time 2.8, 27.3 first quarter, 29.3, 27.7 and 28 last final two quarters. And I'm certain there'll be some drivers in hindsight, and I always say hindsight, uh, probably wish they stuck to the pegs rather than not uh, come off the pegs, because a few of them probably blew their chances by not sticking to the pegs in that race, and Diamonds and Cash, who did a really good job leading throughout, and well done to Jordan Leadham. He's still a young man uh, going places, and good to see him getting some nice opportunities by Andy Gath. And uh, Diamonds and Cash got a, a well deserved win last night. Uh, it was only a short half head margin, Enchanted Stride, who did stick to the pegs, flew home and just missed. Crafty Bart couldn't find the lead, sat outside the leader. Uh, and battled on really strongly. Bonsell Benjamin, who trailed Diamonds and Cash at the start, came off the pegs, was forced wide, got beaten 3.7 metres, wasn't far away. I Cast No Shadow ran on well from back in the field. Ideal Some Magic was close up. I'm No Outlaw, there's one probably. Glenn Douglas also, in hindsight, probably wished he stuck to the pegs the way it worked out because he was just climbing over their backs. He probably would have won and loving the Chevy who had its chance. So, look, I think every horse in that race performed really well. It was a 152.3, and uh, Diamonds and Cash was the uh, deserved winner at the finish. Race five, they burned early, and um, Struve's a funny horse, but when that burn was on early, I, I looked at him immediately, and he just looked to settle so well last night. And, uh, you know, to my eye, he looked the winner a long way out. I know he's, uh, he's, he's a funny horse to follow, but the race panned out perfectly for him. Yeah, especially when, you know, he's a bit of a headstrong horse and back to the mile and tempo on early was always going to suit him. And he's a lovely horse who'd been going really well too without too much luck. And last night, everything panned out well. They went a mile rate of 153.5, 2.6 lead time, 26.3 that first quarter. So it certainly took the sting out of some of those horses up near the lead. 31.7, home in 28.3 and 27.5. And Struve was just too good for him at the finish. Iconic major caught the eye with a really strong finish into second placing. Uh, first up, he'll be fitter for that run. Jillaby Nitro battled on really strongly. Uh, would you mind major man bar box of chocolates? All weren't too far away, but look, Struve and Iconic Major is probably the one that you'd be back booking out of that race. He really caught the eye with a big finish last night, and Struve continues on. He's uh, mixed form, but uh, he's been going well, and he deserved the win last night in the Ben Stud Standard Breads pace. His best is very good. Race 10, the Trevor Monk trained Terraline took it out, completing a driving treble for Chris Elford. Yeah, look, this was a uh, bit of a walk race, really. They, they sort of found their positions. There was no real moves that made it impossible for anything back in the field to actually make ground in the race. High Clare was able to uh, find the front from Moonlight Drive, and they went 40.2 lead time, very slow lead time, 31.3 first quarter, 30.1 the second, and they only started to quicken it up from the 800, 28.1 and 27.8 home. And Terraline, who just uh, was quite content to sit outside, High Clare did enough to get over the line to score. Well done to Trevor Mugg. I'm sure he'll be absolutely st uh, stoked because Terraline has been around uh, for quite a while and, and caught the eye on a number of occasions, but nice to see him getting a win uh, close to his home track there. High Clare battled on well. 
Moonlight Drive had its chance. Mr. Jim Maringle had no luck in the race, was three back to pegs and uh, hit the line well. Stormont Star was in the 1-1, one, one, had its chance, couldn't run on. And the horses back in the field really just had no hope making ground. They just went too slow up front. And uh, all honours to Terraline and um, Trevor Monk. Uh, he'll be very happy with the performance of his horse last night. Yeah, well done. Been a long time coming. He's always showed something, hasn't he, Terraline? I think uh, over the period he... I say he sucked a lot of people in, but he's put in a lot of eye-catching seconds and thirds, and and uh, now that he's uh, he's broken through, he's been able to back it up, and uh, it's been good to see. Yeah, it is. It's uh, always nice when you've got those honest horses, and you know sometimes they, they're always thereabouts, but uh, last night it was his turn to shine. And, well, it was a great drive by Chris Alford. He's in terrific form, Chris, and uh, he's certainly uh, one of uh, probably three or four really informed drivers going around at the moment. The last event was the Donald's Winners on Facebook claiming pace. They've uh, been sponsoring a number of races, Donald's Winners, uh, on Facebook, doing a terrific job as well. So it's well worth looking at um, on Facebook, Donald's Winners. Uh, this is a high-end claimer. Um, yeah, well, first of all, what, what uh, do you make of Always Fast? The race panned out. Soletic just tracked into it beautifully, but I don't know. What do you do with Always Fast? Um, or was there a genuine excuse? Well, look, the lead time was 36.8, which uh, was the second fastest of the night. Bondi lockdown, they went 36.1. So 36.8 lead time, 29.7 the first quarter. So he did use up a lot of petrol at the start of the race, but he was also beaten a fair way out. And uh, Sir Lettick, uh, loved the tempo, just finished off really too strongly at the finish. I think, what, what do you have on him? About 95000 or something on the, as a price tag yeah. to claim the last <laughs> night. So uh, neither you or I could afford that. Dan, but it was good to see the uh, the horse winning for the connections. Uh, hashtag really good. He was terrific at Mildura. I thought his run last night was fantastic. Uh, he's going to be winning very soon, hashtag. Uh, Finn Frost uh, found the front. Um, surprised me a little bit that he found the front early and then he handed up. And uh, he battled on pretty well into third placing. Di Kerry for Shane Sanderson's been thereabouts. He uh, just needs to find a, a, a similar draw in a weaker claiming race, and he'll probably be winning. Arden Roanoke obviously needed to run, pocket the deal, and always fast. He dropped out, got beaten 38 metres in the race. But uh, Sir Letty, as we know, he's a very good horse, and uh, if they keep putting on these type of claimers, uh, he'll be winning plenty of them. Oh, no doubt it suited him, particularly with that fast uh, tempo in the early stages. Always fast, was heavily backed, ended up uh, starting at $1.60, and Soletic uh, got out to $3.40. Uh, but otherwise, it was a challenging night, I think, for uh, for, for punters. Uh, Yarni was very well backed. I think Bondi Lockdown surprised me a little that he started as generous a price as he did. Um, and through the course of the night, there was a cover of darkness, of course, started favourite. All set was well backed. Otherwise, there was a lot of value there. Uh, next week, Rob, we're back to Melton next Saturday night, uh, unless something else happens <laughs> to uh, to stop us from getting there. But the feature events next Saturday night will be the Tab Minutemen Free For All, the High Gain Melton Trotters Free For All at Group 3 level, and also the Vic Bread Platinum of uh, $30,000. So we've got a lot to look forward to next week and a good program ahead of us today at uh, Cranbourne. Thank you very much. And uh, look forward to doing it all again. That's it.